The Veterans Health Administration says years of hands-on practice with its innovation program helped employees respond to the seemingly endless pandemic. VHA held its annual Innovation Experience event last week. Employees pitched their ideas virtually from homes and offices rather than gathering in the normally packed National Press Club. For how employees pivoted their projects to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic, Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco spoke with the executive director of VHA's innovation ecosystem, Ryan Vega. Watching the event virtually certainly brings a sense of realism that the world looks a lot different than when we probably talked about a year ago at this time. For the innovation program, I think the impact was felt immediately, but what really gave me a lot of pride in, in how the employees sort of pivoted was what came out of it. So when you sort of have this cycle of work and the way that we approach a lot of the frontline driven employee solution or program, so both the diffusion of excellence and our innovators network sort of follow a cycle that aligns with the fiscal year. A lot of their projects need either small amounts of funding or sometimes larger, but there's contracting and acquisition that goes in. So you sort of get into this rhythm of how projects are being replicated and and how they're moving and maturing. And I think as with everyone, business as usual sort of stopped come February, March. But what was really, again, sort of going back to, I think the ingenuity and the spirit of of our staff, it was amazing to see how they took what they were doing and actually applied it to the pandemic relief effort. So for instance, there was a, a program under the Innovators Network up in Boston that was really focused on reducing barriers to access to care through optimizing transportation, rideshare programs that would leverage Ubers and Lyfts of the world to help get veterans to and from appointments. Well, those appointments didn't exist come March. And instead of just letting the practice go dry or remain on pause, they recognized that they could utilize this rideshare program to actually deliver food or paper goods, personal products to veterans who perhaps were concerned about going out into public or didn't have the ability to go out in public and get some of the things that they needed to get. So, you know, it's just those types of examples that kind of gave us a lot of pride in the workforce and the staff. And then from an operational standpoint, our priority shifted. I mean, we really had to sort of ramp up the infrastructure that we've been building for a while to assist the organization in in the pandemic response. And I think there's probably no greater example of that than in the world of 3D printing. Do those kinds of successes with 3D printing, other things that have come out of your innovation programs, do they, you know, help the the group mindset a little bit? Because I know that that's part of what you all try to tackle here, which is you know, encouraging employees to pursue ideas and to keep going through the challenges that come up when they are working on projects. So just wondering if you can kind of describe what that kind of success does for employees who are working on their own thing. I think when you discuss innovation in healthcare or disruptive innovation, most of the time what you hear about are solutions. People will talk about AI or they'll talk about 3D printing, et cetera. For us, it's never been about the solution, right? It's, it's about some core elements that actually allow you to operationalize this work and a strategy of building the workforce, of empowering the workforce, of creating opportunities to drive change. 
the ability to really leverage strategic partnerships and sometimes unconventional partnerships. And to your point, I think it's sometimes hard to convince leadership, to convince those that may be making the investment that investing in the infrastructure is absolutely foundational and vital to really achieving success. And certainly, you know, as a provider myself who took care of COVID patients, it was not, you know, not something that I think any of us don't look at and, and you know, still to this day try to struggle and figure out, you know, how do I pull the silver linings out of this? But I think what it helped at least illustrate was that all of the hard work that hundreds of people across this organization have put in to building this ecosystem, even the projects that weren't successful, even the projects that were, you know, sort of an idea of left field that didn't ever materialize, it was about that workforce, about that culture, about the, the foundation that put us in a position to then really leverage these innovations when we needed them. And so, again, it was never about the solution. We had the infrastructure. And I think what that does for your workforce is it's not, and I, you know, I don't say this in the sense that, it, oh, look, we're validated now. I think it reminds them that innovation is hard. It takes a lot of work. But if you are focused on advancing the, the culture, or if you're focused on advancing those processes that enable this to be operationalized, then when you do need it, or eventually when you get to the point of having solutions really matured enough, you will see value created, real value, right? improvement of the veteran experience, actual reduction in poor outcomes clinically. And yes, you will see cost savings. But I think that, you know, that was really what we took away. And I think a lot of our workforce recognized that all of the work they've been putting into this, we were ready, right? VA was ready when the pandemic hit, to deploy this workforce, to deploy this innovative spirit to the pandemic relief. I wanted to ask you a little bit about this year's event, which is a little different than the past. You know, it looks like maybe you're in a pretty empty national press club hosting this. That's right. You know, yeah, in the past, there was always kind of a talent show vibe during the presentations and things like that. From your perspective, what is the event like this year? What's the maybe virtual vibe among those who are participating this time? I will tell you, the first thing that was noticeable is it is much harder to be on stage and engaging in front of a camera when there's nobody in the room. I think that was always our concern heading into this, was how do we create and maintain the excitement, the energy, and the engagement that surrounds the event when you have so many incredible people all together you know, in, in the same room, really, and, and celebrating something you know, how do you, how do you actually celebrate at a time when there's still so many challenges that we're all sharing? You know, you, sometimes it's, it doesn't even feel appropriate to be celebrating. But I think what we approached this year's event, as we said, we're going to have a theme about delivering more together. It really centers on a lot of the successes that we have achieved in 2020. There is a lot to be thankful for and to celebrate. And the idea of coming together in, in unity to really advance care and service in a time of great adversity, it means something. And I think the other challenge for us too, was we had to take a step back and really consider what's going to be meaningful content? What is the audience going to really be engaged with? How do we create 
an experience in which they take something away. Again, what you take away when you're in a room with, you know, so much energy and all of these people, you take away that energy, that excitement. It's a lot hard to recreate that virtually. So we had to, I think, take a step back and, and reimagine the content delivery, the the themes and the panel members or the speakers and how they would engage and how they would deliver information and to ensure that the audience, one, had a meaningful experience, but that we really left people with, you know, some sense of knowledge or understanding, not only about what's going on in VA, but how to engage, how to partner, whether you're internal or external, how to become a part of the ecosystem. So I think there was a, you know, to answer the question simply as I can, I think what changed was what do we want the audience to leave with? And in a lot of ways, I think it'll make us better. You know, it's going to be really hard to imagine even in the next year that you'll have all conferences returning to in person. So I think this idea of virtual will be with us for a while. Ryan Vega, executive director of the Veterans Health Administration's Innovation Ecosystem, speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.